What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Butterfly Effect Podcast. Today, I have a repeat offender back with me. Chloe is back on the podcast, and she is the first guest in my new podcast studio. Yes, we are back, bitches. A few things have changed about her since the, first, the last time she was here. This time, I have the pleasure to introduce her as single. Yeah, Chloe's gonna fill us in on what's it like to be uh, single for the first time in 30 decades, pretty much. So, <laughs> Basically, 30 decades. So, how did we get here, Chloe? Fill us in okay. since the last time you're on the podcast. Okay, since the last time I was on the podcast, I made the decision to break up with my long term boyfriend of six and a half years. Um, we lived together, we had a dog together, um, yeah, I mean, it was just, like, crazy. in college, right? Okay, so, yeah, we met in college, um, it was, like, we were out at a bar, um, I actually was out with friends, and, like, so was he, and then we ended up, um, like, I walked by myself to Pizza Luce, that's, like, where everyone went in Duluth after the bars, like, would close, I ended up walking there, though, with some guy who was, like, kind of creeping me out a little bit. And when we got to Pizza Luce, I, like, started getting, like, really annoyed with him. And, like, in front of me in line, had turned around and was like, hey, what's going on here? Kind of, like, rescued me. Ew, so gross to say that that way. It's charming. <laughs> but, like, he kind of did. Um, and then he, like, bought me pizza. We, like, hung out, whatever. And, yeah. Um, liked him. Thought he was awesome. I probably at the time wasn't really ready for a relationship, um, but started dating anyway. And yeah, um, yeah, so since last time I was on the podcast, I mean, I did like what everyone does, the dry January, and so I stopped drinking in January, but I pushed it, because yeah, last time I was here, we didn't drink. Mm -mm. Um, And yeah, it just kind of came with a lot of clarity. Like, I was kind of going through it when I was here, and I just didn't really, like, say anything. I felt it, though. Like, (laughs) I just felt, not that it was, it's hard because I don't know your relationship every day. Like, I don't get to see you guys together. I've never seen you guys together. But, like, just the way you were kind of talking about it, you just felt, like, comfortable. Yeah. Like, it was just, like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's my, yeah. yeah, that's how it felt. Yeah, I mean, like, when you're with someone for so long, like, it does get to a point where you're really comfortable and... Like, you kind of stop doing the little things, you know? Do you think that's the case for everyone or just the wrong person? Um, honestly, I think wrong person, to be honest. Like, I hate to say it that way, but, like, it's so true. It's so true just because I feel like, and it's so cliche of what I'm about to say, but, like, if he wanted to, he would. And I also just think, like, if you actually genuinely give a crap about your partner's, like, love languages and, like, care to sit and, like, nurture that, like, I feel like then... Like, you can make it. Okay, before we get in deep into it, are you yeah. guys on a good page now? Um, I would say, like, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I still have him as, like, a friend on social media and okay. stuff. Okay, okay. Low-key, I'm kind of waiting until I move out officially, officially. Because um, I've moved out, but I don't have all my stuff out of there yet. So, next weekend, I move out, out. Okay. Um, so, I'll probably be like, see ya. <laughs> we ain't friends. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I asked that just to 
see where we're at now so you could take us back because yeah. what happened? Like, yeah. okay, you came to so, Cayman, whatever, whatever it was. It was like February, February or March or something. Yeah. I don't remember. It was after my cruise. So, yeah. yeah. So basically, like, I stopped drinking, kind of came with a lot of clarity. I felt like over the last, like, 10 years since, like, graduating high school, I drank consistently almost every single weekend. Like, you know, never really went a weekend without it. And especially, like, when we were together, you know, we that's kind of, like, what we did. Like, we went out to dinner or, like, went for drinks mm-hmm. or went to, you know, went out with friends and did that whole thing. So I just never really took time away from it. When I did take time away from it, I felt like the cloud of alcohol, like, lifted from me. And I was seeing things so clearly. Like what? Like, I felt like I was kind of blinded, like, my whole relationship. Like, during that time, like, I went back, I looked at old text messages. Like, we would literally fight all the time in the beginning of our relationship. And I just, like, how would I know? I'm 21 years old. Like, you know, when we got together, like, I'm 21. I'm not, like, I've never, I had never been in a serious kind of relationship. I always would just kind of, like, jump around and, like, you know, date around, see what was up. But, like, God, this was, like, my first serious relationship. So, in my mind, I'm, like, I don't really know how this is supposed to work. And we literally fought all the time. And he gaslit the shit out of me all the time. Like, always, like, put it out there that I was doing something I shouldn't be doing. Like, cheating on him or whatever. At the end of the day, like, it, it really was, like, a major insecurity thing for him. <clears throat> and, like, just really insecure. Always, like, projecting things onto me. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I was never doing anything. Like, I'm a loyal bitch. Like, Mm -hmm. I am ride or die. Like, if I love you, like, oof, yeah, it's over. Like, I don't give a fuck about anyone else. Pause. Yeah. What would he, like, put on you? Like, what, like, what did that look like? Would he be like, do you have an example? Oh, yeah. I'll give an example of just, like, me going, I mean, I never really, I never really went out with my girlfriends, just, like, my girlfriends, because I didn't even want the, the drama that came with it. Because he would say... Because he would literally be like, oh, like, what are you doing? Like, for example, we're in fucking Chicago. hmm And he literally, like, I got home, and he was like, I bet you cheated on me. And I was like, what, dude? And mm. you, you definitely did not tell anybody Fuck that stuff. No. Like, you kept that to I yourself. kept that to myself. And so, like, I did not say anything. Like, I just was like, whatever. Like, I'm, you're annoying as fuck. Like, if you honestly think that, like, get, like, whatever. Then, so yeah, when I stopped drinking, I started, like, looking back at all this shit and, like, realizing things. And I was just, like, I was so disconnected from this relationship. Like, so disconnected. Like, probably for the last, like, probably since January. Like, New Year's. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, it was probably before that. Um... I feel like what was, like, the beginning of the end of the relationship, and that was what I started realizing, was a few years ago at my best friend's wedding, um, wedding, to be fair, um, I let him go on the bachelor trip with, like, 20-some guys to Las Vegas. He only knew and maybe two other of the guys that went on the trip. Well, at this wedding, one of the guys that was on the trip approached me, like, at the end of the evening, and he, like, had kind of noticed, like, we weren't weren't really like together the whole wedding like we didn't he like did not want to dance with me like I was having fun with my friends like but was like nowhere to be found and so this guy kept trying to like push us together like you guys are a couple and I was just like okay like enough dude like we get it that's so crazy um so he actually came to me at the end of the night and he was like hey I just want to tell you like told everybody in the hot tub in Vegas that like he um doesn't want to marry you or something and I was like 
what? And so I literally cried until 5 a.m. talking to him and this other guy that told me that in this hotel, bawling my eyes out because I was like, I can't fucking believe that. You can't <clears throat> unhear that and unconnect that mm-hmm. like thing in your brain. Mm-hmm. Like that's always going to be somewhere in the back of your brain, even if they're like, oh no no no, we misunderstood. Even yeah. if it was explained, yeah, that's still now in your brain. Yeah, forever. in my brain. And so I, like, could not sit with that. And so the next day, the next morning, like, we had plans to literally do a Sunday fun day with this whole wedding party. And, like, everybody, like, it was over Labor Day weekend. And so we had planned to do Sunday fun day at their cabin. And the next morning I literally woke up. I got to the – or I, like, went – I was in our hotel room after breakfast. And I said, I have to fucking say something to you. And he was like, what? I said, last night, I was literally up for, you know, hours with these two. And they told me what you said in the hot tub in Vegas. And he goes, well, what'd they say I said? I said, what did you say in the hot tub? And he, like, didn't. He was like, well, I guess I don't really know, like, what the context is. Like, I don't really know, like, you know. So I was like, okay, fine. I said, they basically told me that in the hot tub on the last night, you said that you didn't want to marry me. And he was like, okay, that's actually not what I said. He goes, we also were so drunk and passing around so many joints. Like, he goes, and we were talking about girls and the people we were with or, like, whatever. And he said, like, we have a lot. And he goes, what I said was we have a lot of issues that we're working on. So as of right now, I don't feel like we should be getting married. And so then I go, what fucking issues are we working on right now? Because I was like. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're blindsided with that. Yeah, I was like, what? Sure. Like, honestly, what kind of issues? So that was interesting. And so we kind of argued. Um, like, and so that kind of was like the end, like the beginning of the end for me. Because I was like, I just like can't really get that out of my head. But like, I was willing to like, okay, Try. like we talked, like we really dove into like a conversation about it. And so I thought everything was like good, like under the, like swept under the rug, like mm-hmm. fine. Well, January this year. There's, like, a couple other instances in between, but, like, I don't need to dive into that super deep. But what really hit was in January, we're with the same group of people. And, like, everyone knows we are a fucking couple. Like, we're here as a couple with all the friends. Like, they all know we're together. And he, like, totally felt like these two were, like, hitting on me or, like whatever or that like we were being flirty and I'm like okay these are friends and I have no interest if they have an interest that's not my fucking problem that's true you can't um can't so, bit, so I was just like whatever so he we got into a little bit of an argument on New Year's Eve <laughs> literally pulled us up into the room and like we he like mediated this shit which he did not need to do but I obviously res- like totally appreciate it Again, thought it was a really great conversation, so I thought things were good. And then in February, that's when I hit my clarity of, like, I took a step back from the relationship because I was like, I'm done doing the things. Like, you can step up and, like, be, you know, the other half of this relationship. Um, And so I came to him in February. I said, something's up. Something feels off. um, And I want to talk to you about it. And he was like, what do you mean? And I said, I don't know. I just, like, I haven't been drinking. I feel like I just have a lot of clarity right now. Like, I feel like you are not, like putting in your like I I feel like you're just not doing anything like I'm doing everything I do all the cooking like I like literally okay oh my fucking god I would wake up in the fucking morning for this man I would like get his coffee oh yeah she (laughs) set the drink down and everything (laughs) so I literally would like
like get up every morning and I would start the fucking coffee for him. I would get his coffee going. I'd pack his lunch. I would like make sure everything was like good for him. And then I would worry about me every fucking morning. And so like, and still he would like make little comments if we were out in groups like of people, like he would just make like stupid little comments that I would hear. He would like just say like, oh, of course, like you would go talk to them or something like just dumb shit that I'd be like, really? Because obviously, again, I'm not drinking, so I'm driver, and I'm, you know, seeing everything totally but sober. He doesn't want you to be who you are. <clears throat> exactly. Who is social. Exactly. And so, so I told him, I said, I also don't feel like you are, like, showing me that you love me. I said, I don't think you even understand what my love languages are anymore. Like, mine are physical touch and quality time, and Mm -hmm. literally it got to a point where, like, every single fucking day, he would be in one room, I would be in another room. Like, I would come home from work, like, he would, I would have to go find him in our apartment, like, to be like, hey, like, how was your day? Like, you know what time I get home. You get home earlier than me. Oh my god, he needs to be excited to see you every single time. Exactly. And so, what kind of, like, hit for me was my the owner what's oh, up Zoo? Zoo can feel oh, hi. I know he can feel it's getting a little sappy um but the owner of the com- of the company that I work for he came up and did like a presentation um it was called like what's your why and I was sitting in the middle of this presentation and obviously like I'm in real estate so it was more catered to like you know things how they can make their business better but he got to a part about like personal life and like family and mm-hmm. relationships like um romantic relationships and he talked about the way he talked about his wife and like how he is so pumped every single day that he gets to go home and see her and yeah that hit for me because I was like I just don't feel like he feels that like I don't like I kind of am like I'm pumped to come home and see him like that's at least how I I felt but then after he said that I was like I don't know like now I'm feeling weird you know it so oh, it kind of kicked and I was like, yeah, man, like, I don't know. So I had to tell him about it in February. Mm-hmm. And then I really sat back. I was like, yeah, I am done. Like, I don't like you can show me that you care, you know. And so I just kind of stopped doing like little things like here and there. Like I would just like slowly pull back a little. Like I stopped getting up like as early. You're about to fall your fat ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I was like, I, so I just slowly stopped doing things. Like I slowly stopped like getting the coffee done or like packing his lunch or like, you know, because I was like, nope, like you can step it up and like help me out with shit, whatever. I just felt like I was kind of his mom at the end of the day. And I don't like that, but it's super easy for women to step into that kind of a role because we're naturally caretakers and yeah. And so it was really easy for me to be in that role. How did the initial conversation go when you said that and that you were waiting for him to step up to the plate? Like, how did he initially take that? Um, I mean, we, it was a really nice conversation. I felt like things were great for like a week. Mm. And then I felt like he was like, I'm like, you know. It's hard because like on one hand you're like, okay, yes, I see progress. So I know you can do it. Yeah. And I, then there's also the hand, like, I understand like making a difference and changing a habit takes time. Mm-hmm. Like there's going to be a 100%. Period, yeah. But it's like, I know you can do it. You've so, yeah. you just proved to me yeah, that you to have it. Can. So it's yeah. like when you revert back to it now, yeah. now I know it's a choice. Exactly. Well, and it's like, 
it's just like it's all about the effort like it really is like Mm -hmm. if you genuinely give a shit you will put in the effort and like I just felt like I was not seeing that so I'm like I just don't think this man actually gives a shit like at all pause I want to change this setup so I'm going to bring in another chair. This is just like, we're both like. <laughs> okay, I know, you're right. Like, <laughs> so, oh, I feel that. Like <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be right back. So if he had wanted to put in the effort, he honestly truly would. After that conversation, though, I knew because I was going on a bachelorette trip to Punta Cana with a bunch of girls that this would be like in the back of my mind. I was like, I have a feeling he's gonna pull some shit like I just have a fucking feeling I knew I was like uh-uh, I'm forwarding all my calls to my work phone voicemail <laughs> like, not today because I was like I know people are gonna reach out to me um for work because not everyone reads my emails love all y'all but like no one ever reads my emails no shade but um, shade. <laughs> no shade with shade um and so I just forwarded all my phone calls to my voicemail um so I told him before I left, I said, if you need to get a hold of me, you can text me. Like, I'll at least see texts from, like, my emergency contacts, but I will not be getting any phone calls. And he was like, okay, yeah, whatever. So I would text him periodically. I'm in the middle of fucking Punta Cana in the Dominican having fun with all my friends. Yeah. Um, I, like, my so my roommate in Punta Cana is also one of my, like, longtime friends, Megan Brunny. Fucking shout out you, bitch. Love you. Um... <laughs> But we, so she had kind of asked me, like, how are things going? And so I was kind of telling her about, like, the last few months. Um, and she was just like, it kind of sounds like he, like, doesn't want you to be you. And I was like, that kind of, like, hits. Like, that hits hard. Like, I kind of agree with you. Sorry, so we I talked- did not get coached. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried so hard. Like, maybe this way. Maybe this way. I'm, like, creaking and crackling over here. My bad. It's Jesus. Fine. Okay, hold on. I'm going to be in the editing, like, now you're, like, spilling your heart out. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so she basically, like, you know, we talked a lot about it, and I loved, like, our conversation about it, just because, like, it really kind of gave me a lot of clarity, too. Um, and then came one of the nights. We're out clubbing. There's a club at this, like, resort we were at. We clubbed, like, almost every, like, for the most part, like, the last, like, couple nights, because we were only there for, like, five days. So, I think it was, like, the second to the last evening, we're at the club. I, like, was just, like, we were all having a fucking fun time. And let's be honest, we're in a foreign country, we're on a bachelorette trip, all the workers and everybody there is, like, knowing that we're here on this bachelorette trip. So, they're literally trying to make us have a fun time. Mm -hmm. And so, we are having a blast, (laughs) and everybody leaves. I'm the only one now at this club with these random girls that we met. friends and like I don't even care like I'm very well aware of like if I'm safe or not I was in a group of a bunch of lesbian Canadian girls like I was fine okay I then I realized though I'm like you know what it's fucking late I need to go to bed oh good <laughs> oh <finally. laughs> little self-awareness um, and so they had like these little trolleys that like would take you around like to the, like around the resort so it was like kind of big and so I walk out the club I see this trolley and I'm like yo and I have like basic Spanish skills so like you know but this place like was very non 
English speaking. It was mm-hmm. very much like there was a major language barrier, mm-hmm. and which uh, to be expected. You're in a foreign country. Duh. Um. So I asked him to bring me to building whatever. Well, he either misheard me or didn't care. And so he brought me to the other side of the resort. And so now I'm like, I don't, this don't No, because the way I thought I was, I would think I was getting kidnapped. Um, okay. Literally though, that's on this thing. I'm looking around and I'm like, none of this shit looks familiar to me. And I'm obviously a little hammered. So, you know, all inclusive. So the drinks were just flowing all day all day um and so i'm just like ooh, yikes no this shit looks familiar so i'm like whatever you know i got this i got find my friends so i pull up brenny on find my friends and i'm like all right this bitch is way the hell over there so how do i get there and there's no like i zoomed in and i'm like not seeing the map of like the resort so i'm trying to find my way through this resort with like no map i'm just going off a plot of of taken I'm just going off my map. Then I'm, like, noticing this security guard is, like, low-key following me. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I don't like it. So I just start running into wherever I can. Like, I'm just like, get me out of here. Then I start having a panic attack because I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, this is not familiar and how the fuck I was going in circles. Because I literally was like, I, I have no map. I don't know where I'm going. And it was so windy. And so and I would literally just be walking and I'm like, what the fuck? So finally I whip around and I look at the security guard and I'm like, can you fucking help me? <laughs> Since you're following me. I was like, obviously you can see I'm lost. <laughs> Like, hello. He's probably on his walkie, like, she's still going. Probably. Probably. And so I'm like, the fuck? And so I get just annoyed. And so I'm asking him to, like, help me. And so he's like, no, no English. And I'm like, of fucking course you don't speak English at all. (laughs) And so I'm like, you got Google Translate? Like, so he whips up Google Translate. And so I, he has me speak into it in, like, English. And then it was, like, converting it to Spanish. But then when I looked down at what it was converting and the words that were coming out, I'm like, I did not just say that. So I'm like, the fuck? So I go, anyway, thanks, but no thanks. And then I kind of just, like, waved him away from me. Um, <laughs> whatever. Not you flicking his man. I didn't flick him off, but I was just like, goodbye. <laughs> oh, my God. And so then, I, then I'm like, okay, I got to I just got to call him. Like, I just need to talk to somebody right now. And so I go to call him. He doesn't answer. Well, all my calls are forwarded. So... I now am walking and I finally am like, oh my fucking God, I think that's my building. And so then I get up to the room and I just fucking pass out. I wake up the next morning. I had like 30 some missed calls from Nick and a few text messages that were like, what the fuck? Are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. And I texted him back and I said, I'm so sorry. Like I just was kind of like lost last night and I just needed to talk to somebody and I said but like he didn't answer and he's like well I texted you and you said if you needed me to like get a hold of you to text you and I was like at that point I was way more focused on like trying to figure out where I was and like get back that I'm not looking at my text messages and I'm sorry that you didn't text me to say call me like you were texting me other shit um and so I was like sorry I didn't call you back and he was like well I'm fucking worried I bet you were calling to tell me that you cheated on me and I go this fucking bitch is really starting a fucking fight with me while I'm on a bachelorette trip. Why would he say... Oh my god. 
Did he? Oh my god! Why would he pick that opportunity to say that? So I'm like, oh my god! So I was just ticked that whole fucking day, um, and he's like picking a fight with me. We're now text arguing to a point where I literally looked at my and I texted him. And I was like, I am not talking to you for the rest of the time I'm here. Like, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I'm sorry that you think I cheated on you. Every single person I'm here on this bachelorette trip with is in a relationship, engaged, married, or has a baby. So, like, fuck off. Like, I was being such an asshole to him because I'm like, how dare you? How dare you? I'm in the middle of a beautiful country right now, and I called you because I was feeling unsafe, and I told you that, and then you're going to come back and say, I, you probably cheated on me, and you were calling me to tell me. And so, yeah, I did not talk to him the rest of the trip. Our yeah. flight got... How far into the trip was that? That was, like, day two, oh. three. Out day of, two or three. Out of... Out of five. So, like, we got there on the first night, went to bed right away. So, this is the second night. So, technically, day three. Okay. And so, I still had two full, like, days left. Mm. And so, I was like, I'm not talking to you the rest of the time I'm here. Like, have fucking fun, whatever. I'll see you when I get home. Um, I didn't even bother texting him and telling him our flight got delayed or anything. Like, oh. like, so I didn't get home until like midnight on mm. Sunday and I had to work the next day. So I wanted to just come home, go to bed. Nope. Come home. Dog's up. So I'm like, great. He's awake. And so I kind of just went, hi. And he's like, yup. And I go, oh, fuck you. <laughs> and so I just start like trying yep. to get ready for bed. Little did I know he had other fucking plans. So then he wants to tell me, um, he, we got into like a, an argument, like he brought up the cheating thing again. Then he asked me about this guy who had reached out to me like a while ago. And I felt like the conversation was just like strange and I wasn't playing into it or anything. Like he, he, he basically had like said to me, like, in so many words, like, I feel like you're the one that got away kind of thing. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Like, how's your wife? <laughs> you know? Um, how's your wife? <laughs> how's your wife? And so he asked me about him. And so I said, that was literally nothing. Like, I, you know, I'll i show you. Like, I would show you, but I don't have them anymore because I just felt weird about him reaching out to me. I deleted it and I didn't, I chose not to tell you. Um, a lot of the things that I chose not to tell him is because I knew he would make it a bigger deal. Even though it was literally nothing. Damn. And um, that built into why he didn't yep. trust uh. <clears throat> But that was, like, maybe a month or two before. So mm -hmm. it's not like this had been going on our entire relationship. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. And then we, like, actually did break up the next day. Because oh, I'm like, uh-uh. I'm like, I'm fucking done with this. Done with you. We're broken up. Like, if you're really going to come after me right now for this, like, for me doing actually nothing then we don't, you don't deserve me. And are you crying, like, breaking up at this point? Or are you angry? Oh, I'm up? angry breaking up at this point. Because okay. I'm just like, this is bullshit, you know? Yeah. I'm done with this. And is he crying? Nope. He's, like, He's pissed back? as well. Yeah. So, so this is angry. This is angry okay. breakup. So we broke up. We were broken up for, like, two fucking days. Yeah, that's a, You know? Um, yeah. And so then, but after, during those two days, all we did was talk. And we got everything out there on the table of, like, I'm fucking pissed at you for this. I hate you for this. Like, you oh, did shit. this. And it's just a lot of it. I'm like, why would you have not come to me about some of these things oh, as it's happening? Like, he was very much, like, the kind of person who would be mad about a situation, never voice it, mm -hmm. and it would come out, like, 
months later. Passive aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would be like, you've been battling this for months and you haven't even said anything. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I'm I'm a big girl. I can take it. Like, I'm not going to cry. I do that. Honestly, I'm bad at that. So, so yeah. So we broke up for a couple days and had the major conversations. And I truly thought, (laughs) all right, we have crossed this. Everything is out there on the table. Now it's up to him. Can you say what, like, key points of what he said and what you said? Like, what, Honestly, like, I don't. On the table? So it was like, what do you need from, from me in this relationship in order to continue and move forward? And I said, I need you to actually step up and do your part in this relationship. I need you to, like, show me that you give a shit about me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know... I'm not asking for much. Literally, just give me a hug and spend some fucking time with me. Like, literally, that's all I need. Like, like you used to do. <clears throat> like, you used to do. Like, it's really not that hard. Like, you know, it's just not hard. You did it before. It's a choice. Yeah. yeah. And his, like, his were just, like, to me, honestly, kind of, like, bullshit. Like, because I was like, I'm already doing that. I'm already doing that. Like, okay. <laughs> so, it was... It was just, like, a lot of, like, he wanted me to, like, like really chill and, like, scale back on a few things. Mm. Um, he thinks I'm just, like, extra. And I'm, like, that's just you? a bitch. Like, like, I don't know what to say. That's me, too. <clears throat> so, yeah. Everything was fine. And then at the end of May was Memorial Weekend. And I, we went to go hang out with the same group of friends. And we were having a blast. Um, I was... And neighbors had come from across the street, and it was, of course, a bunch of young men. And they were, like, being introduced to everybody at this place. And I was like, oh, yeah, hi. Like, how's it going? Like, I'm Chloe. And had walked by me, and he goes, really? And I'm like, really? What do you mean, really? But I was like, nope, not even going to start a fucking fight. I just was like, oh, my temper was literally through the fucking roof. And so I just removed myself from the situation. I walked down the driveway, and I just sat. I'm like, I need to get the fuck away from him before I deck him right now. Because, like, I am pissed. Like, I can't say hi to people. Are you fucking kidding me? So he came out to find me, like, 20 minutes later. So cringy. He came out to find me, like, 20 minutes later. And he thought I was, like, in um, a hammock with some other guy. So he went to go wake him up. While I'm literally witnessing, I'm watching this from the fucking shadows, <laughs> and I'm just like, no, dude, no, and no, I'm just no. like, oh my god. So then he finally like sees me. <laughs> no, I'm embarrassed thinking about this. I literally like he <laughs> sees me, and I literally go, really? I go, actually, get the fuck out of my face right now. Like we are now officially really done and broken up. Like get the fuck oh, out of my shit. face. Like, really? I was like, you think I came out here and decided to jump in a hammock with someone while you're literally inside? You woke this man up from a nap. <clears throat> yeah. Because of your... And that then, was the last one? That was, like, the last one. And then he thought I had the hots for somebody because I was liking pics on Instagram. And, like, this is, like, somebody who, like, I work with and I know, like literally like went to college with him mm. okay co-worker i can't like family like family photos yeah he was because he's at a cabin and he has his shirt off and you're like insecure over it like i'm not liking the pic because he has his fucking shirt off i'm like oh look you have fun with your family cool big fucking deal like uh, so that was insane and then i went to florida to go see my parents my dad actually um in may he told me, and this was like right before Memorial Weekend, 
which is another like thing that I brought up when I yelled at him. Uh, but my dad actually told me that he didn't think that he was the guy for me. Why do they <laughs> always do it after the fact? Like, mm-hmm. I will break up with guys and be like, thank God. I'm like, why didn't you say anything in the moment? No, but my dad in May literally said to me, he's like, I don't know, Chloe. He's like, I don't know what it is. Like, we can talk more about it later. But like, I just don't think he's the guy for you. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, I don't know. It's just this thing I've got. And I'm like, well, thanks for fucking telling me now, six and a half years in. Like, okay. But anyway, then me and my sister went to go visit them. He tried to pick a fight with me there because I took the GoPro to this bachelorette trip. And Mm -hmm. I had all the videos and stuff on there still. And which was fine. Um, I watched all of them. There was literally nothing bad on there. But there was a couple videos that were recorded for like 30 minutes because I totally forgot that it was even going and it was like in my like purse. And like, so like we would like sit and like talk and stuff. And so we were like sharing with these Canadian girls that we met, like some of the shit that like the workers were doing. Like... But, like, he was taking, like, little pieces of, like, <laughs> expose the fuck out of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, for example. Those <laughs> were broken up. <laughs> um, for example, well, no, because we, we had this conversation, like, when our actual breakup conversation. Um... So, for example, one of these videos, um, okay, anyway, actually, I'm going to talk about that in a second. No, I'm going to talk about it in a second, because I'll bring it up when I talk about, like, the breakup. Um, and so, (laughs) we, anyway, he had found the GoPro. I didn't know this, though, but he, like, his, his aunt had just passed away, like, he was at this funeral, and this was day one of me being in Florida, and so I literally called him, or I texted him, I said, hey, I'm, like, ready, like, I want to hear about how everything went, um, and he was like, okay, sounds good. So he calls me. I'm on the phone with him for like a half an hour. He told me about like the service or like just seeing his family. And I was like, that's awesome. I'm so like sad. I couldn't be there. Um, you know, like I like hope you whatever, but we're getting ready for dinner. So like, I'm gonna have to talk to you later kind of mm-hmm. thing. Went to dinner <clears throat> and then I like, wasn't really texting him cause I'm busy with my dad and my stepmom. Like haven't seen them in six months. So like we're catching up mm-hmm. and so I'm not on my phone, and so I went to text him, like, when we were, like, going to bed, and I was like, love you, like, I'll talk to you tomorrow, and he was like, okay. And I was like, oh, this fucking dick is mad right now. Like, you're kidding me. Oh, my God. And so then the next morning, like, I had said something, like, and I just could tell he was being short with me, and I said, you want to tell me why you're being fucking short with me right now? And he was like, nope, um, I'll talk about, I'll talk to you about it when you get home. Don't want to ruin your trip. Yeah, and you I'm did. like, yeah, you already, already have. You already so did. then it was, like, just dumb little, like, snarky comments and then I was like okay yeah I'm actually not talking to you for the rest of my trip so goodbye <laughs> we were there for a week so this was on day two when oh I'm like do my not fucking God. talk to again yeah again well, every trip yep. so on the last evening me my dad my stepmom and my sister had been drinking we're playing games we're doing the thing and um then my dad was like you guys haven't really talked to like your guys the whole time you've been here oh. Well, my sister and, like, her boyfriend would, like, touch base, like, every evening. Like, they would FaceTime for, like, 15 minutes. And they've been dating longer. They've been dating a longer. Yeah, so they're, like, we're going to check out. So, yeah, but he was, like, totally, like, you're here with your family. Like, have fun. And so then my dad made that comment, and I just cried. And I was like, and he goes, oh my God, like, are you okay? And I was like, I don't know. And I, my sister knew what was going on. Like my sister was talking like to me the whole time about this. 
And so my dad was like, oh my God. And we just kind of had that conversation. And he was like, well, I'm going to tell you like what I really think. And I was like, yeah, I'd actually would love to hear what you really think. He was like, I just don't think he like is a go-getter. I think that you need somebody who is like a go-getter. He's like, if you are ever in a situation where you like for maybe for example, need extra money, like you'll go get a different job or a second job or do something to supplement your income so that you can go do things. At the end of the day, I was paying for fucking everything. I was like sugar mommy, like 100%. Sugar mommy. And uh, I hated that because like I don't, I need someone who's going to like, you know, I mean, yeah, with all of our apartment bills and bills we shared, it mm. was that. But if it was ever anything fun or like extra because yeah. I made more than him, it was that. me fronting the bill. And I did not like that. And so my dad obviously found out that while we were sitting there and he was like, what the fuck? And he was like, you need someone to take care of you. I said, okay, here's the thing, dad. I'm independent as fuck. You know this. I don't need anyone to take care of me. Like, I really don't. Do I want it? Yes, I do. And that's the difference. difference. And he was like, well, can I ask you, do you miss him right now? And I said, fuck no, I don't miss him right now. Especially based on what kind of shit he's pulling with me. And he goes, then he's like, I hate to say it, but like, you kind of have your answer and I think you need to cut the cord. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because then you have to deal Mm -hmm. with that shit. Yep. So the whole way to the airport the next day, bawling, crying, like my dad literally and like my dad, my stepmom and like my sister, like my sister and my stepmom are like trying to like hold my hands like while I'm literally just like sobbing on the way to the airport. So I'm like, I literally have to go home and break up with this kid. Like. Fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I got home. Um, I didn't tell him when I was on my way or anything, but I got home. It was late again. Walked in. I literally said... I po- He was awake still. I poked my head in the room, and I was like, hi. And he literally didn't even look up from his fucking phone, and he mm-hmm. just did this. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, okay. So, I just got ready for bed. I went right to bed. But I noticed when I went to bed, I was like, the GoPro is not where I left it. Like, I didn't leave it there. So I'm like, oh my god, this man watched the videos on here. Because <laughs> after I left Punta Cana, and after, like, we had our breakup and stuff, um, like, just for a couple days, do you honestly think I'm going to show you anything for my fucking trip? Like, we just argued for fucking three days. Do you think I'm going to turn around and be like, oh, babe, look at all these fun photos? Fuck no. No. So I never showed him anything from Punta Cana. So... <laughs> So yeah, so the next day I came home from work. Actually, I went to work, looked at my coworker dead in her face, and I said, if I'm acting like a psychopath for the next few weeks, it's because I'm literally going home today and breaking up with Nick. So sorry in advance. And she was like, and she was like, oh my God, what do you need? And I was like, literally nothing. I don't even know. I'm just going to go home and break up with him. And she was like, okay. I went home, got home from work. I marched my fucking ass into the other room because that's where he spends 24 fucking seven. And I went, um, you done fucking eating? Because we need to have a conversation. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh at this point, I'm like, I'm just so like, I have the ick. I don't want <laughs> yeah. anything to do with you. You're done. Come on. <laughs> so he comes out, he sits down and he goes, you want to go first or do you want me to? I said, actually. You said that? Yeah, I oh. go, actually, I would love to hear what you're so angry over. Oh, um, because now at this point, like, I'm, all the tapes, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm fucking seeing red. Well, he goes, so he goes, well, yeah, he's like, I want to take the GoPro to my Seattle trip. So he's like, so I grabbed it and made sure it was like charged, like, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and like, I saw the videos. 
Also, um, we met this gay couple on the last night who I loved, and one of them, like, wanted to follow me on Instagram, and I was like, fuck yeah. So he honestly thought that this guy I followed on Instagram was, like, a guy that, like, I probably fucked down in Punta Cana. And I'm like, um, first of all, look at his Instagram. Buddy is wearing, like, a skirt and some of the stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's very flamboyant, and I love him. But, like, like absolutely I would not. I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah, pretty evident he is gay. Um, so, like... Okay, but he goes, so yeah, I heard a couple things on these videos, and I go, okay, yeah, like, what part? And he's like, well, have you even watched them? I said, you honestly think I haven't? <laughs> of course I have. I know everything on those. <laughs> everything. Um, one, of the, one of the things like, I got... I'm not admitting shit to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'd love to hear, hear what you think. And so... <laughs> so he starts talking about, there was a guy who, um, like, we were, like, the first night, like, there was, like, a salsa dancing kind of thing, so some of the, like, workers were, like, pulling us on the dance floor, and, like, we were, like, salsa dancing. Well, this one was, like, dancing with me, and, like, you know, like, dancing can be, like, a little intimate, but, like, it's totally appropriate. Like, there's, it's not like I'm sitting there fucking, like, grinding on him and, like, being nasty. Like, it's just salsa <laughs> dancing. Like, chill. Okay. And so, um, I was telling the Canadian girls this in this video. I was like, yeah, he was, like, dancing with me and stuff. And in, like, my ear, he was like, oh, do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, I do. Sorry. And he was like, oh, I feel like you're lying to me. Like, you should you follow me on Instagram. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Okay. So, I punched my Instagram into his just to have him, like, request me. Mm. Because I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to let this man follow me. But, mm. like, I want to let the request hang. And, like, I'll be nice because it's day fucking one. And I don't need anyone, like, a target on my back for not, like, letting this guy follow <laughs> me. That's true. That's real. Me. That's real. Um, and so I left it, like, on the request until we got home. And then I deleted it. Because okay. I was like, yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> but he somehow found this man on Instagram. Oh, Wait, did we say his name? We can say his name. Everyone he, knows his name. The ex was in there. He was in there. So he I'm telling the Canadian girls about this. Oh then there was this other guy that we nicknamed Mio Man because I brought a thing of Mio because I like to drink just like tequila water with like some pineapple fucking Mio because it was good and I want to stay hydrated. Well, at, when I had this at the bar, this guy was like, what is that? And because he was from Europe or something and they don't have that over there. So yeah. he was like very interested. So I kept like squirting some in his... And so every fucking time this man got a drink, he'd come find me so he could have some of my meal. That's funny. And so we nicknamed him Meal Man. Well, he was, like, following us around the whole time because, like, he was having fun with, like, the bachelorette group, whatever. He would, like, buy us bottles of champagne and stuff and, like, whatever. Like well, that. he would also go clubbing with us, too. And he would just be, like, we, he, Europeans are crazy. And so he was, like, twirling us around on the dance floor, whatever. Well, he got to a point where he twirled me around and he bit me on the arm and I fucking whacked him because I'm like no <laughs> and I'm telling the Canadian girls this and so he goes and some guy like you know like bit you in the arm I go did you hear the part where I slapped him are you because of hearing yeah, yeah. Oh, so he got mad about that and so I'm laughing while he's telling me this shit I'm actually laughing at him because oh. I'm like the fact that you're upset over this like <laughs> grow up and you would not be mad if this rolls over fuck no Okay. I would okay. not care. Okay, like, perfect. it's a foreign country. You know how crazy people are on vacation. It's true. If you're not making out with someone or fucking somebody, I don't give a shit if okay. you're dancing around, swirling someone <laughs> around on the dance floor, as long as you ain't biting them on the inside of their arm. Like, yeah, that is, like, kind of intimate, a little weird. Well, also, why are you biting anyone? Exactly. <laughs> um, so, I'm laughing at him. 
Because I'm like, this is crazy. And I go, okay, for that reason alone, I go, brings me to what I want to say. Like, (laughs) I go, this is, like, extremely immature and feels super toxic to me. Like, I feel like you are consistently coming at me for stuff that, like, I'm not even doing. Was it inappropriate? Sure. I'll give you that. Like, if you think and if that bothers you and you think that's inappropriate and I shouldn't have been doing that, I will respect that and I apologize for it. However, (laughs) and I just started laughing. together I think we're growing apart I don't I think that you might like love and care about me but I don't think that you genuinely like me as a person and I think that fucking sucks like I don't want to be with somebody who doesn't actually like me for who I am like I'm a loud outgoing fun person I literally am so social I will talk to fucking anybody I will have a fun time with anybody and you're making me feel bad for that. About your strengths. Yeah. And yeah. I said, and you're almost like asking me to change that about myself. Yeah. And I'm just, that's just not something I'm doing. I'm never going to do that. You, I don't care who. Like, you knew what you signed up for when you dated me six and a half years ago. You knew I was that person then. I'm that person now. I'm never changing that. And you've yeah. always been asking me to. And I said, yeah. I've also like, I really don't have anything more to say. Like, we've had so many conversations in the last six months that like, what do you need to hear from me anymore? Like, I'm done talking about it. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't want to continue to have these conversations. This is like ridiculous to me. It's hard. Yeah. Because you hold on to like whatever was good because mm-hmm. from what like what I've heard, it sounded like you guys like kind of had a trauma bond. Um like based on yeah. like different stuff different stuff and not that it invalidates your like connection mm-hmm. earlier but like that does keep you and hold you on to somebody a lot longer than you did yeah. and I think I've been in similar situations to mm-hmm. that like things you were sharing I was like oh my god that was like my past relationship like mm-hmm. once you go down that road of thinking someone cheats on you and then mm-hmm. like constantly thinking they're cheating on you yeah. and blaming them and say the fights once that happens I feel like you cannot get back from that you really kind of can't I mean maybe with intense therapy but Mm -hmm. it's like you're always gonna question them and Mm -hmm. I don't want to be in a relationship that I'm constantly being questioned or questioning I was like you're kind of like you're literally calling my character into question and I fucking hate it like every time you're literally acting like I like am not a loyal girlfriend like I've always been loyal to you I said, literally from the get-go, I've been loyal. You fucking tore your ACL. What did I do? Oh, I don't know. Packed a fucking cooler for you every single morning so that you would have, like, stuff to eat so you wouldn't have to get up because you weren't really supposed to be walking and you were recovering. I worked my ass off while we were waiting for your disability. So I was paying for everything, everything, our rent, our utilities, everything. Took taking care of a puppy, mind you, because we had a puppy at this time. Mm -hmm. I was exhausted, um, like, running myself ragged. At this time, I was a licensed realtor, so anytime anyone needed me to show houses, it was 25 bucks a pop, so I was literally constantly Mm -hmm. out of the house showing houses. Mm -hmm. I would be showing eight houses on a Saturday. Like, yeah, that's 200 fucking dollars right there. Of course I'm going to show that. Like, of course I'm going to do that. But it would be, I would be doing it constantly. I'm like... I said, look at everything that I've done for you, this entire relationship, and you have called my character into question every fucking time, and I'm just over it. 
I said, I've gotten to a point where, like, I'm just so checked out and, like, I don't... So I understand, like, we have life plans and, like, I also am really sorry that, like, this really hurts to hear, but, like, I just can't be with you. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, really shocked over it. Um, he, like, felt, like, kind of blindsided. Like, we sat in silence, like, after I, like, said that. Um, and then, like, we kind of talked a little bit more. Um, he kind of, like, said some things, too, and he was like, you know, I'm, like, really sorry about all that he's like I've just been kind of going through a lot right now and I said I totally understand that but like everyone kind of goes through shit and like you still have to like be there for your partner like yeah. we've literally like I said it's a 50-50 partnership like and I was always willing to pick up the slack when you were going through stuff but like when are you ever going to pick up the slack for me because I don't feel that because is did he not do it or did you not trust him to do it no it was he just did not do it did you ever no, because I, I wouldn't, like, if I were you, I would never have even put him in the... I wouldn't have trusted him mm-hmm. to depend on him. Yeah. For what? Right. So, and, you know, I tried. Like, I really tried to, um, but it just didn't... Yeah. It never really... And also, it's, like, on him in a sense. Like, I also get, like, he was holding on to things, but if he really, truly felt that you were this person mm-hmm. that would do that to him and he was constantly having to question... Mm-hmm. He should have left himself. Yeah. Like, exactly. If he really thought you were that person. So it's like, why would he keep himself in that situation either? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And so that was the final straw. Um, that was the final, final. I left. That was and, the final, final. Well, we had a second co- a conversation the next day because, like, I came back and when I had come back, um, because I left to go call my sister and, like, just go, like, leave the apartment. And I came back and he had, like, left at the same time and he bought me like a bear and like roses a card and like chocolate and sushi and like okay thank you but like a little late and so I came back and he was there and I basically said like I really appreciate the effort that you put in like that's really nice of you however like that's so late and that means nothing to me and he literally grabbed all of it and threw it in the garbage and I was like yeah you are so fucking immature (laughs) like Truly. Like, at least let me eat the sushi. Fuck. God damn it. Why you gotta waste the sushi? Oh my god. Um, the next day, he had texted me a long thing um, and said, like, I really want to talk after work. And I said, we can... I said, you can talk. I don't have anything to say. Mm-hmm. And so I came home. He, like, gave me his spiel. Honestly, like, I, like, was so, like, checked out because I'm, like, I, like, I, I hear you and I get that you're, like, really trying to, like... You know, and I think it really fucking hit him then. So, like, he was crying. But I was also crying equally because I'm like, this is, like, super hard for me. I said, you act like this is, like, a decision I just made overnight. Like, I've been literally thinking about this for, like, six months. And Mm -hmm. I said, since our first conversation, I said, and I've just stepped back and I've just been waiting for you to just, like wake up and like be in this relationship yeah oh they always realize way too late too late and when i'm already like now now i've pictured myself without you and i've gotten comfortable with that Mm -hmm. idea and now Mm -hmm. i prefer that over Mm -hmm. trying to figure it out with you and trusting that you're gonna finally get it together yeah you probably won't no yeah icky yeah, so then that night, we literally took everything off social media. I deleted Oh, no, you didn't. That, oh, oh so yeah, he literally came back from crying, and he was like, so are we, like, taking this off? He's like, so are we taking it off right now? And I was like, yeah. And so I did. Mind you, the our entire relationship, he couldn't even have on his Facebook profile. Like, he had it on there, but, like, when you first, like, open someone's profile, how you can see things right away, he couldn't even have there in a relationship with Chloe Allaire. It was... 
that he didn't even have that there. You had to, like, go digging in his profile to find that he was, like, in a relationship, which I thought was strange. And I was, like, also, I told him, I said, it's just funny to me, though, that you're constantly, like, telling me that, like, you think I'm cheating on you, but, like, I feel like you're doing something shady. But I always had on my profile that I was in a relationship with and so that was always there. Well, we go to change it to single and I go pop on his profile just to look and it was right there on the top single. I was like, you fucking crackhead, honestly. How dare you? <laughs> so that right there proved to me That's like, fuck you. That really and stand. I did it super gracefully. I changed my profile picture, but I didn't post it to the feed because I didn't want attention over it. I didn't want, you know, anything like that. He changed his profile picture to a, it was a picture of him and I, which by the way, I had to beg him to even fucking put on his Facebook. I was like, you never post anything about me. What the fuck is wrong with you? So then he finally changes his profile picture to a picture of me and him. Well, he posted a picture of just him, you know? And so of course everyone's seeing it, whatever. Well, then I was, my phone was fucking going and I'm having all these people going, oh my God, I just saw something. Like, are you good? And so I'm like, yeah, I am not talking to anyone right now. <laughs> like, no. Like, I called my sister, and I was talking to my sister, and, like, I called, like, a couple other of my, like, friends and, like, told them what was going on. Um, but, yeah. I was just getting blown the fuck up. But I basically said, like, I need to move out. So, I went to work the next day. I looked at my cute little coworker Renee, who I fucking adore. Um, she's, like, the cutest little 60-year-old. Um, she actually, unfortunately, lost her husband in January, so she's been kind of looking for, uh, like, um to rent out like a room in her place like for travel nursing and stuff because they just did an expansion on the hospital um and so she was like well I have an extra room like you're more than welcome to like move in like until you figure it out and I was like are you sure and she was like yeah and so I was like I actually might take you up on that and so yeah uh two weeks later I literally moved out um with like most of my stuff the only things that I still have there because actually that all that apartment was stuff that I basically bought yikes um Except for, like, the couches and the dining room set and stuff. But, like, the TV, I bought that. The, like, you know, mount underneath it. Like, the, like, entertainment center thing. That's also something I bought on my credit card. Um, <laughs> like, the bed that, like, we shared. Mine. Because we had to get rid of my old bed to get that bed. Like, we upgraded. Mm-hmm. And so, that's mine. So, I'm taking that. And, like, the GoPro, mine. Like, a whole bunch of other shit, Mine. Um, that I purchased that I honestly, well, no, because honestly, I don't give a fuck. I literally do not give a shit because I will just get myself something better. You're going to give him all of that? Well, I, my mom has an extra TV that's like, she doesn't need that was my brother was supposed to take. So I'm, I'm just going to take that because I'm like, I don't even fucking care to argue. you don't want to deal with it? I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. I don't want to deal with the drama. I'm taking the bed. He already knows that. And I got the dog. So I was going to ask about the dog. Yeah. He was like, I think you could probably take care of him better than I can because oh, like you wow. make more money. And I was like, I've been the only one taking care of him uh, the yeah, entire correction. five years. So like, yeah, dude, moving out of a, like breaking up is one thing. Moving out when living with someone, mm-hmm. so fucking uncomfortable. Oh, and for the two weeks that I was there, it was so uncomfortable because it's like obviously like we're here, but like we uh, thankfully it was a two bedroom, so like I just stayed in like the room that we had shared. Yep. Um, because it has all my stuff in it like the closet had all my clothing in it like the other room had all his stuff in there um and so yeah like we were just completely separate from from the jump like like from our first breakup conversation he actually tried to crawl into bed with me and I was like 
fuck no you do not deserve to be in here i said we are broken up get the fuck in the other room ah! <laughs> so oh my he was God. like are you fucking kidding me like threw kind of a little fit over it and i was like, like dude yeah, um Dumbass. but yeah so i've been living with her for the last few months i actually moved into like a new apartment um next weekend hey! i know congratulations i'm super pumped solo? i actually have to- solo <gasps> I That's know. Huge. I'm pumped. First time living alone. First time living oh, alone. I always it. lived with roommates, oh, and then so after I left roommates, you. I like moved in with um with and like we just had been living together for five years. This is about to be amazing for you. This I is know, like I'm a new pumped. chapter. I it love living alone. Is. I know. So I'm like pumped over it. Okay, yeah. so big things have already happened. So now you're back into the fucking dating scene. Yeah. <laughs> and this girl, she would not tell me any of her stories. She literally made me wait until this podcast. I wanted her authentic reaction. So, like, we're yeah. hearing this together for the first for time. The first- <laughs>